All right, everyone. Welcome again to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, movie reviews, and events eventually happening in and around Central Florida. As always, this is your boy Tony, and to in front of me, usually to the right of me, is your boy Nico Damas. I'm considering changing it. You gonna consider changing it just to Nick? No, like I literally in my life, I want to change my name now to Nick's. Nick's. Yeah. What, like, yeah. Yeah, you m- caught that, didn't you? How many S's? No, no S's. X. And I. Nix. 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 Oh, if you haven't caught it, you didn't caught it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it? Alrighty. Well, how's your week been, though? Let's get that. Good, man. I'm just. I'm all about my projects right now. Yeah, um, I know. Well, yeah, so me and Nick, we've uh, been really heavy on learning a. Either well for me learning, but you is uh, bringing back an old skill. Not really. I've never. Well, because wait. The, well, go ahead. Well, I don't know what you're referring to. Me is to the drawing. Yeah. Okay. Because remember from because all right. So me and Nick are cousins. So when we first started, he was heavy into drawing, and uh, that's and that's how I knew a lot of his skills with that. So. You even you haven't drew uh, drew for a while, drawn mm. anything in a while, and you took up photography. And then, funny enough, when I was like, I really want to try to get into Illustrator because my goal is to uh, I want to do shirts for us just yeah. to rock out, just like different fandom shirts with Nerds in the City logo all plastered all over it. But yeah, so that's a that's a new a new skill we're trying to acquire. Well, I never drew before, so I'm. Well, I mean, it it, it's not really practicing. Drawing is more like. Um, a step it's not really the what i'm actually trying to learn what i'm actually trying to learn is i want to learn how to do like portrait like painting portraits of people like like rembrandts you know what i'm saying like like, like oil paintings like oil paintings of and, and like live like 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 looks like the person you know what i'm saying like yeah. uh, like you know if i do a portrait of somebody that they hang on the wall type thing but i know one of the skill sets you have to have to get there is to be able to draw the person well enough to be that looks realistic and then proportional direction exactly yeah so because basically i needed to learn how to draw it so well with a pencil that i can basically draw it out with a paintbrush yeah because obviously the paintbrush is more you know shading lighting stuff like that so which for some reason i'm doing all this stuff is based on like one of the things i feel like it might do is actually improve my photography skills because i'm obsessed with I've been trying to figure out how to do, like, like, so, like do like photography portraits of people that kind of has that same, um, that kind of same like appeal, like an old like old Rembrandt painting of somebody. So I feel like learning this kind of shading, lighting, and all that stuff with painting and stuff is gonna bring that skill out later. But also, once I finish, figured out how to do it by oil painting, is to do it digitally. Through Illustrator, as well as uh, when I you showed me that one video about vectoring like photography pictures, yeah. I was like, "That's that's awesome." That means that I actually because I've been wanting to do that too, where I wanted to print my photos on shirts. Yeah. But the only thing I feel weird about is my thing, my skill set with photography is portraits. I feel weird printing people's faces. faces. Yeah, like. I don't know. I mean, so you could because with that you you ident- ideally going to be using the same photos you use, but you could manipulate it more to the point that well, because at that point, what we're doing when you're doing the vectors of it, you you know more like outlines. 
it's more like you're creating a character rather than you're doing an actual photo of somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's almost like, so that's, that's my idea is that I want to create a vector of like a good photo that I've done just to put it into shirt so that you're no longer rocking a shirt based on a person that exists in like reality. You're rocking a shirt based on a character that's created type I mean, thing. To, okay. Yeah. Also, Thanks. I say weird things and I want to see what, ha- what that looks like on a shirt. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I know I say weird things. Like, I mean, yeah. like my substitute for curse words. I don't know if that's a common phrasing, but I, I have no idea where I started doing what some of them. I, you know, something is weird. I forget it until I actually say it, but it's like. I know you say mother effer sometimes. No, sometimes I say like uh, biscuit eater. Oh, yeah. You biscuit eater. All right. I've seen. I've heard you say that. It's weird because every time I try to remember it, it's every time I try to remember, it, I cannot. And then I'll get upset or frustrated with something, and I'll say it. I'm like, "Oh, that's right." <laughs> it's just it's a weird thing that it happens is. with that. So, anyways, yes. So those are our skill sets we're trying to develop. And also, yeah. I have recently purchased Borderlands Three. Yes, I'm I have, about to get into it right now. Have yeah. you played it? I have not. I've only. I feel like I've only done the tutorial. I'm still doing the tutorial. You're still still on the tutorial. I no, played... because I haven't played anything like of substance. I'm just basically just following a little robot around. Oh yeah. Okay. So you're just getting lay of the land. Yeah. I mean, I it's, guess I'm, I need it's to. It's a fun game. I played one and two. It's yeah. a fun game. It's really entertaining. I'm hoping it is because I I have never been a shooter like, I've never been into shooting games like that. Yeah. So what other games? So so how far are you gonna get into it? No, I mean I paid for it. I wanna I wanna go ahead and give it the opportunity that you know the money I spent is worth. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> also, I, like I I did it because I had uh, a friend that plays that game, so I want to make sure you know hey you know I trust her judgment. She's really into it, and I want to get into it as well, just so I give give it that chance. Um, it's good as a solo game, and it's also good as like if you hit, I think part three mm-hmm. you could do like multiplayer that you instead of like because i know you don't really like call of duty because it's almost like a battle royale but this one is like you have your whole squad with you and you raid an I, area i think a battle royale would be more i would be more okay with you okay so and this might sound bad on my part <laughs> i know i have i have weird social issues right i just like doing things on my own i I do so so like when it comes to those games where it's like you gotta group up with people, I don't like it. Like in my head, I like I'd like to you could do it by yourself or you could do it with the group. You could do raids by yourself. Sometimes I I know Destiny Call of Duty feels like you have to like No, well Call of Duty they have co op, but the you could get the game and just play the game straight up by yourself. But even Mm. Battle Royale, you could do it solo. Is it? Because I always thought that you have to get like a group of three. Three. There's three and there's quads. I think there's solo too, but people usually n- normally do threes, a, a team of three. So I mean, I like it's fun. I mean, it's exciting. I got. I don't know. I never. I just got to get into it. I just never got. You know what it is too is I'm not good at it. That's that's usually my issue. If I'm not good at it, like I that's that's the whole that happens with my whole solitary thing. Yeah. I don't like to jump into groups where I'm the weakest link. So I need to develop my skills by myself in order to feel comfortable playing with a group. Oh, yeah, no. It's a weird dynamic, but that's literally how I've always been. I'm okay with that. That yeah. sometimes I'm the weakest link in the group, and then like I'm the only the lone survivor. And sometimes like if you die, 
you you can see the other players mm-hmm. that are playing. You, you're just in their perspective because hopefully they can revive you. And this is yeah. Call of Duty. Every time I'm telling you, every time I'm the last man standing, I'm like, hey, guys, it was good playing with you because I know I'm not going to reach the end because I know I'm not that good. I'm like, I'm that self assured of myself that I try my best. My goal, I, I, I put it to the best, but sometimes I just, there's a lot of little things that I lack mm-hmm. in the game that I need to improve on to get better. But ultimately, I'm like, hey, guys, it was great playing with you. <laughs> and, you know, I just thought about, okay, so this is a random thought, but I just, I, I, it hit me. Because I'm like, maybe the reason most people are either good or bad at those games is because of the motivation of it, right? So yeah. obviously, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, you can die a million times, whatever, and keep on coming. What about if it was like, Ready Player One rules, where it's like you develop a character and you play, but the thing is, you, whatever you gain, you keep. But however, if you die again, you lose everything. There's a game like so, that. So what do you mean? Which is it? There's a game like that. I'm trying to remember the game. It's a PC game, and they'll they'll whatever you carry with you, because you can have like a lot, like a little house, and have all your equipment there. Mm-hmm. And you could just load up whatever you could carry and whatever you need, and you just go out and adventure and raid other people's houses. Yeah. Sometimes they do traps in those houses. Like you would just fall in, and the, the guy will be there, like, "Oh, give me all your loot, or you die, or I take everything you have, mm-hmm. and you get nothing, or you just give me a certain item that I'm looking for." And and if they kill you, you take all their stuff that they're carrying. Well, it's not just okay. What I mean is, though, so let's say. Okay, so you start off the game, right? You get the most basic guns, right? Yeah. You know, simple guns, nothing, no modifications. But the more you play and the more you win, the more ability you have to develop even the weapons you have to modify them. Yeah. You know, quicker trigger, you know, better sights, um, silence or stuff like that. Now, however, you can play it off for a while and then you can make more money. And obviously that gives you... So the more you play, the stronger you get as a character, strength or... Or stuff like that, like you, it's harder to kill you. Um, also, your weapons are better. Yeah. But if you are ever killed, you have to start at the first level again. Okay. Kind of like World of Warcraft, where I think you always have to start off at like a the graveyard or something. Yeah, but I don't. I think in, I I don't know about World of Warcraft. Well, I, I used to play it. That's something. Yeah. Oh no, but I know in this game, I I I think you don't develop your ability. You just well, upgrade. Not a, no, no, no. But here's the thing: yeah. you upgrade your gear and your weapons. Like yeah. the more you you search and you find, you get stronger, better equipment for yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you die, you can just go back to your base. But you have to go to your house to get all the equipment that you have backup for. Yeah. So it's almost like starting from the beginning, but it, you don't gain any attributes, only mm-hmm. equipment to upgrade. But that's funny though. That's that. I like that concept. It's just interesting because what about if like okay, we can't live on Ready Player One where where in that world, like, okay, you're not living in that world, whatever, right? But about if you created a character for PlayStation, right? Period. You created a, uh, an avatar of yourself, however you want to see yourself, and then you, that one player is able to be um, synced into every system. So you no longer pick a player based in whatever game you play. No, you bring your avatar. Avatar, yeah. Your avatar to Mortal Kombat. You bring your avatar to. Yeah, Call of Duty. You bring your avatar to whatever, all these other games, and you go into those worlds as opposed to you using their characters to go into those worlds. Yeah, it's 
that's very intensive <laughs> for cross platform, not even cross gaming, even cross platforms. Yeah, and everything. Yeah, I know. It, 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 it 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 is possible if you it, if the future hopefully looks like Ready Player One, and uh, in, in the terms of the digital world, yes, I would love to see that. Just have one avatar carry through all every every aspect of every. The funny thing is, and then you can still see, you can still have the same character when you play like, um, like Madden or yeah, like <laughs> like FIFA, a five six <laughs> character, everything. Uh, so you just have like a skull and bones character that you used for like you created when you played shooting games to play like yeah. basketball and soccer. All right, so let's get into mm-hmm. some news. Let's do this. Some news news. Uh, one recently that just got announced was uh, Ruby Rose left uh, Bat- uh, Batwoman. So all I have to say about this one. is, all I have to say about this is, there was a show, pilot show, I believe. I don't even know if it was more than a, a pilot of the, um, I'm trying to remember her name because I always liked her look. And I always thought that she would actually be, before Gaga Dot, you know, did the role, I thought she would have been a better Wonder Woman. Um, she's a character from um, a couple of different TV shows. I know the one I remember her the most from was uh, Agents of Shield. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also in um, or the Orville. She's the second in command on the Orville. Um, but she had a pilot episode, uh, where a pilot series where she did where she was Wonder Woman. And it's funny because if I was to tell that to anybody, they would look at me weird like, what are you talking about? And I think the same thing about Batgirl. What are you talking about? Like, I like I, I have not heard anything about the show. I have not heard any anything about it, gossip, what it was, what the storyline was as far as... And, and, and Gianna Plackey? Let me see. Do you, do you she was in Orville. She was... Oh, yeah. She was Wonder Woman. That's what I'm saying. She yeah. did a pilot episode of Wonder Woman. Like she did. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, like I said, most people won't know that she did that. And I feel like it's the same kind of thing with Batgirl, where it's like, you don't really like hear about it. After the initial release of it, you don't really hear anything about it. Yeah. It's they, almost like it, it just got lost in the, in the whole ether. Like this. They had a good, uh, they had a good introduction trailer. Which you think so? A little a good in the sense that it was watchable, not good, not great as like I'm going to watch it. It was good. It was good enough to be intriguing. Mm-hmm. And then I know they they pushed her heavy on the Arrowverse when they were ever doing the the uh, into the the last one that they did, the cross, the the, the last cross. Yeah. Well, is it true? I swear I read something the other day that said they they were done with cross. Like they were not going to do anymore. They're doing another one. Oh, they are. They're doing another Arrowverse crossover, uh-huh. but this one is was supposed to be between um, Clark, uh, Superman, and Batwoman, mm-hmm. but they're going to be in Smallville. Okay. That's the quote-unquote idea. But yeah, I, I don't think they're going to initially do any more... Uh, I'm so far behind. I don't, I, don't, I don't... I forgot which... Arrowverse crossovers. And you know, those are the one. Those things upset me so much because... Every time I get in the in the mood of like trying to catch up with these shows, yeah, then you get it to the crossover ones, and I'm like, it bothers me because let's say if I'm trying to catch up on Arrow, <laughs> and then there's a crossover episode 
I have a I have a bad OCD issue. I was like, okay, the only way I'm going to be able to watch the next episode is if I catch up with every other show connected to the crossover. Yeah. So then that just that just ruins my whole plan. <laughs> so next thing you know, I'm watching every episode of. I actually started watching. Um, what's the girl? Uh, Supergirl. Uh, yeah, Supergirl. I literally started watching Supergirl because the first crossover. Yeah, I felt like I needed to watch it to watch the crossover. Like it, it's a weird compulsion that I have. I remember, and I told them like, you don't have to watch it. It doesn't tie into. I know they have lead up stories. I don't know. It's just like I, our episode. Like they have like small conversations to lead up. Into that's what that. I'm saying. Is I didn't want to miss a nuance. I didn't want to like a comment that that's made in the show for me to go over my head because I didn't know what they were talking about. I know that the show itself, those episodes are pretty much kind of like mix and matches or throwaways or whatever. Yeah. But I knew they were going to leave little tines and little nuances in it. If you were a fan of any of the shows, because that's they have to do that. Yeah, no, definitely. So I didn't want to miss those things, so that's why I, I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to watch every freaking episode <laughs> of all these other shows in order to. But didn't you like these of uh, Legends of Tomorrow though? I remember. You- I enjoyed okay. it. I'm, I'm kind of remember where I, I left behind, but I felt like, okay, so there's some shows where it has an interesting premise, and then for some reason it gets to this, this thing where it's like it feels like it doesn't know where to go. So you no longer you kind of feel you no longer invested in it, and I don't remember too well where I left the series, but I think it was uh not to spoil alert, but I think it was after this guy left the show, which was um Mister Freeze or uh, what was his name, Captain Cold, Captain Cold, I guess. It was. Yeah, I liked the character who played him, and I liked how he did it, and I think something happened where he left the series. So after that, I was just like, I, I it, it wasn't as interesting after that. And they were kind of mixing and matching people, which I don't mind to a certain degree, but there's certain characters you kind of just like having them there. So once you get rid of certain characters, the dynamic yeah, seems different. it just dies down. What other shows? Well, there's other shows that that, mm-hmm. that when you take out a main character, just everything, not cut fall. It's not even just main characters. It's like certain, there's sometimes there's certain side characters that, because um, every, like, show, every show has to fill certain gaps. Like I remember uh, one of my... I think it was my trainer when I, I, I used to be sales, a salesman for a timeshare company. Yeah. And uh, I remember the sales trainer told me a great story where he said every TV show has to have um, five different personalities in order to make the show successful. You know, like um, um, a driver um, um, and uh, like um Basically, uh, just because I can't remember the names right now, but somebody who is a driver, somebody who is the creative, somebody who is the person who cares, somebody who is the intellectual or, you know, the, you know, whatever. So, like, they have to fill those gaps for each one of those personality types in order for it to be successful so that people can identify with them. Yeah. So, the minute you get rid of a certain characters in a show, it takes away that dynamic you had, which made it successful, regardless of... Sometimes it could be such a small character. Yeah, no, I I do feel like that. Like how uh, when uh, Donald Glover left Community, okay. it felt like it just doesn't because him and Abed mm-hmm. they 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 complement each other so well that they knew what they were saying. They were like twins, mm-hmm. but it was just funny how they went off each, how they bounced off each other. And once he left, it was like it's hard to see him bounce off of somebody else's. Like personality. And that's the thing is like sometimes, and that's that's another reason why it's hard to do like reboots and remakes on these movies because 
once you get rid of like certain movies are successful that stories are great they might be interesting some stories actually might be terrible but because of the way the characters interact you kind of like you got into it so it's really hard to kind of reboot or remake that because it's like you got to find people with the same exact chemistry yeah but now that they're really confirmed that they're going to recast and just move on to season two and forward like i think they're doing it so fast the other thing is i find interesting who's watching this it's because they have plans of expanding the universe. Okay, now, but now, now that CW, I think isn't it CW that we talk about that they picked up uh, Swamp Thing? Oh, but are they gonna do it the way? Because okay, I never watched it, but I heard good, great things. Yeah, that first thing was really good. So, but they're gonna put it into the ethos of the the CW like machine. And there's gonna be like a teen drama somewhere within it. So it's like no longer gonna be. So it's no longer gonna be like, from what I understand, it was more like a hardcore like kind of crime drama. It's probably it will be, but they they you know how CW does his, the thing. They always have to throw in a love triangle somewhere. Question: I feel like we discussed this, and guys, I'm so sorry because I feel like I'm making Tony be repetitive. Yeah. Did HBO Max uh-huh. buy out DC? Uh, did no? I think they didn't. Because there's sh- because, so I mean I I. I th- Wait, you know, I think they, I think, I think they, but I don't even remember now. Okay, because the reason I you know ask, what? I'm looking it up right now while you talking. Well, about because it. I've been getting ads on my my Facebook about HBO Max, and I know already that I'm gonna get it because, and I hate that I, that I think like that, but I already know I'm gonna get it because it has Friends in it, and it's not because I'm the biggest fan of Friends; it's because my sister is, and I like Friends, but also it has the entire Doctor Who series. Yeah, that I am a huge fan of. So I definitely need to get it because of that. Um, but it's obviously there's a lot more to it. But from when I was looking at the lineup, I saw um, uh, uh, Doom Patrol. I saw like... Um, yeah, they will launch with every Batman and Superman movie finally revealed. Uh, they'll have some Doom Patrol. Uh, they will have Justice League, but not the Snyder Cut as far as they can tell. Um, they will have. They're not confirmed for all the CW shows. Even oh, it's gonna be a CW. No, 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 no. They'll have like the, from the DC universe, mm-hmm. like uh, Titans. But anything from CW, I don't think is gonna carry over. Okay, that's because I think that's a separate intellectual property for or like a licensing deal mm-hmm. with CW and DC. But yeah, so they they are gonna have be streaming DC uh, universe. Into HBO Max, but that that's a great deal because I know you like. You told me some of the shows on Titan, but then that's a great thing because now you're gonna get all those DC animated movies on HBO Max, which they are amazing. I don't understand. I don't understand. Why don't you just? You have the perfect layout. The comic book has it. The the animated movies have it. Like I'm missing one right now. I know that this one came out. For another dark, uh, dark Justice League. Yeah, and the first Dark Justice League was amazing. Yeah, so maybe you're gonna watch it now on HBO Max once you get it. No, I mean, I doesn't it launch May twenty seventh? Yeah, it's gonna launch like pretty soon. All right, now there's they're offering if you sign up in advance, you can get it for eleven bucks a month versus uh for a year the first year versus fourteen dollars a month. Oh, okay, yeah. So better, you better sign up for that pre order real quick. You want to hear something funny? Is um so I've had Netflix forever, right? 
Mm-hmm. And I remember when I first started, it was like nine something, nine dollars or whatever. And I think I paid eleven something. I forgot it was maybe to have more, more people sign on. And then T-Mobile took took it from me in a sense like they they'll pay for it. So yeah. they've been paying for it. What I didn't realize is how much I'm paying now. Because uh, I was looking at my phone bill and I realized it was like um, a difference of five dollars. And I was like, okay, where's that difference? Because I know that whatever package I get, I have to pay the difference. Yeah. So I'm at twenty one dollars. Difference. A month. Yeah, that's about for oh, Netflix. That's how much it's average eighteen dollars a month. Twenty one. I think you get that T-Mobile special. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I mean, the, <laughs> the I, they're pay, they're the, paying, but the they're paying bonus. They're paying about fifteen, sixteen bucks. But I didn't know that's what that's what Netflix is at right now. Yeah, it's a, it's it's uh, I think it's like around eighteen dollars, which includes the uh, HD formats of all, any movies that are available, and four screens. Wow. Max. That's and, crazy. And I think it's gonna be going up. I haven't I haven't heard news, but not nothing that's been confirmed. It's just funny because I didn't know that's where we're at. But yeah, but talking about Netflix, yeah, uh, the odd the odd family of uh, superheroes. What oh, okay. Yeah, what is it? Uh, Umbrella Academy. Yes, I saw the ad. I saw it the little the little. My, uh, it gets released on my birthday. I'm happy about that. That's so cool. Like you know, obviously that's we're in a really we're in a really interesting situation. Obviously. So it's cool when you can see people still kind of do make t- a content. Yeah. Um, and it's cool that they made a promo. Um, from home. F- from home. Yeah. Like it was so like awesome. They all got. Like, it looks like they all just got excited by the news that they just received. Like, and it's also so cool to see them the way they look naturally, like in the way they look at home. Yeah. Be- no, but, I mean, as far as I'm trying to remember the name of the character, but the, uh, um, the older sister, the one that. Um, she her, she her ability was gossip. Oh, okay, yes. Um, she's so like I love her look naturally when she's at home. She has the kind of the sh- the side shaved look, which I always love on women. Um, so that was cool to see her, and then obviously everybody else kind of in their own element in their house, whatever. Uh, it was just cool. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm uh Emmy Revere Lampman. Lampman. Yeah. But yeah, so it gets released. So I'm like super excited about it because the way it ended on the first season, and I'm surprised it was so, it it took so long for a second season because it's been a little been about a year. It has. I mean, it could be less than a year, but I just feel like there's so much content coming out, like TV shows that. I, and, now, bring, and now that we I've we've been working from home or at home for the last two months, like stars for content. There's so much content picked up and so many TV shows. I'm like. There's seasons of shows I've seen and I didn't even realize that it, like I saw so many. <laughs> there was a there was a post going back to this funny. There was a post on um Facebook mm-hmm. and somebody goes like, Oh, if you've seen more than ten episodes of this show, please like there's a list of a hundred. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just going down the list and I'm like, I did thirty I did thirty seven out of a hundred. Of the shows? Of the shows. Wow. And I know you would beat me. No, because I no. really haven't. It's been all the shows I've seen. Mm-hmm. I know you've seen because we talked about it. And really? there's other shows that I know you've seen yeah. that I know I haven't seen on it. Well, you know, I've been on a kind of like a weird thing where I haven't absorbed new content in like a couple, like a year or so now. Well, I'm, I mean, very I'm, rarely I'm gonna, I get I'm gonna new find content. a post and you're gonna count it today. And okay. you have to tell me how many. And I guarantee, as gonna be more than me. I and know. it's weird. I mean, every so often I'll just absorb a random show, but I, I won't absorb. 
other stuff. Like I did the whole um, uh, Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah. And it's so weird because I didn't realize I was watching and just kind of playing in the background. Then next thing you know, the show's over. I'm like, oh, I just I'll watch to, all of it. I just started Bleach. <laughs> wow. I love Bleach, man. I actually started rewatching it the other day, too. You did? Yeah, I love Bleach. Um, I'm, I, I hope you'd like it. Like, there's so many seasons to it, but I love the development of the characters. Oh, okay. I'm on, like, episode three, and I'm pushing myself to watch it. And really? You didn't it has, like it? It hasn't hooked me yet. It hasn't hooked me yet. People I hope like, you... People's like you have to watch it. You have to. I watch think it. you'll hook okay. you after the second season because that's when it gets really interesting. Okay. Um, and one of my favorite characters, I don't think he gets re- gets introduced until like the second season, which is, uh, his name. I believe his name is Kampachi. Kampachi. Yeah, it's uh, Padre. Yeah, he's a super interesting character. Um, no, you'll get into it. Trust me, you will. There's that um, one, and the other one I want to get into also is a parasite. Is a. It's a show. It's a show. It's on Netflix. It's just got, oh, talking about shows. Mm. Uh, Parasite's one. But the one that I'm like super digging right now and I'm rewatching for like the third time yeah. is Avatar The Last Airbender. It's back on Netflix. Super happy about that. <laughs> you watching it? For the... I loved it. I, I actually binge watched it, right? I forgot when. It was actually recent. It was something like within maybe two or three years ago, right? I did yeah. binge watch the whole thing. And I love stuff like that. I love when I find the show like that that I know people probably have been talking about for years, and I get to watch the entire thing like in one shot. Yeah. I didn't get into Korra though. You didn't. I I tried Korra. I, I did like one or two episodes, and I'm just like, I couldn't get into it, especially because of all the love I had about the first one, the first Airbender. I thought it was gonna carry me on, but I just it didn't feel the same, and it just felt so different. Yeah, because that first one, the original Avatar, they had so much storyline character development a redemption character from the dark that comes into the light like the artwork the comedy even like um, the weight loss that the, was it the the weight loss motivation <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was, so want to be the, uh, the uncle yeah it's <laughs> it, it's amazing it's an amazing uh, show um what was your thing what was in oh um so t-mobile uh, introduced oh, that but, they're going to be yeah. paying for another service if you would like to take it, which I ended up taking it because it, it did carry, it did bring back one of my sh- favorite shows. Uh, so Quibbage is, uh, is it Quibbage? Is it what it's pronounced? Quibby. Quibby, sorry. Quibby, which uh, if anybody who is not aware of it, it is a new streaming service based on movies and TV shows that um, every episode or every movie runs about 10 minutes. Wait, repeat that one more time? I'm trying to catch yes, that. Yes, you heard that. Every episode uh-huh. of something or every movie is short. So everything has... No, I think mostly it's all TV show style things. But everything is in 10-minute intervals. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying that. to grasp that. <laughs> I, I actually think, I think it's awesome just because I think... They're able to create way more content that way. Just ten minute clips. Yeah, because I think every episode of something has to have like kind of like a certain arc and whatever. When it's like this, they don't even have an introduction. They don't have an opening or nothing. They just go into it and they, like I'm watching all the episodes of Reno Nine One One now that new came back. Yeah. And yeah, I love them. And they're funny because it's there's not any consistent story. They're just kind of joke after joke after joke. Yeah, it's like it's just a regular day. Yeah, like it's like one continuous episode. Yeah. 
Um, but I love it like that. Like a ten minute increment. I feel yeah. like they can they can film an entire season within like a couple of days. Yeah. But it's I like it. I like it because it's I don't know it's just different. And that's all their shows. And they have big actors in it. Yeah, because I know they have Reno. They have they they're bringing back uh, Stay by the Bell. No, but that's not there. That's no, not it's there. not. It's not there. It, um, Say by the Bell is coming back through. I think it's a partnership uh, with uh, NBC and somebody else. Um, that was it. The Bird. What is it called? Um, oh yes, yes, you're right. Which the oh, which I'll bring that in a minute. There was something else that that uh, that um, that channel produced, which I was perfect and I loved it. Um, but yeah, uh, as far as uh, Quibi, they uh, they have uh, they have one with. Um, the girl from um, uh, Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Anna. Anna. What's, what's her name? Make me look it up now. All right. Well, well. It, yeah, it, but anyways, so. Andrew uh, Kendrick. Anna Kendrick, yes. Where actually the premise, I haven't watched it yet, but the premise is she, for some reason, befriends her boyfriend's sex doll. Oh, yes. <laughs> and like somehow she can see and talk to the sex doll. It's weird. It's a very bizarre looking show, which I love stuff like that. Like so, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. It's it's an interesting concept. Maybe <laughs> they feel like maybe it's people's attention span is so limited that this might be, or maybe they because it's so limited, they are able to produce more interesting stories really quickly. Yeah, but then if they if they could do, but I don't think they're gonna do like long arcs. Like they're gonna be like oh, probably like twenty episodes, ten minutes each is like. Yeah, I mean, probably like two hours. Of, uh, well, I don't know. That's something. I mean, so far with with Reno and I one was perfect because they're they're mostly joke they're after joke after joke, so it's fine. And they actually have good cameos for that too, though. Weird it sounds like now that they came back. Yeah, I saw Tim Allen as one of the, one of the cameos. <laughs> um, like just a bunch of actors, like the guy who played Hellboy. Um, yeah. forget his name. Who uh Ron uh wait the first yeah Ron Perlman yeah Ron Perlman Ron Perlman was a cameo yeah so yeah they never had cameos like that I felt like in the original original series they had so it was interesting um but as far as what you were saying um that channel the, remember one thing I've been saying since the pandemic started was it was one character who I've been binge watching back and forth because I feel like he is a perfect person to emulate. Monk. This monk. <laughs> yes. And there was one channel who brought him back for this situation. Uh like a reunion episode. And I think that was just perfect. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah, it was like a reunion episode where Monk obviously is at home and he's stuck during the pandemic. And like just you know how some people have to sing like that little song when they wash their hands? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> his song when he washes his hands is uh, 99 bottles of beer in the wall. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was perfect, man. He was the perfect character for this situation. Um, Yeah. yeah all right. So we're going to take a quick break and come back with Nico Don- oh, Nick's movie review. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to adapt your new name. Welcome back to Nico. Nico, oh, I was gonna say Nico Damas. Nico's Nick's, Nick's Nick's movie review. And what uh, do we have on the table today, Nick? All right, so you're gonna have to help me because I think you got it the name down better. So it was Guns Akimbo. Guns Akimbo. 
So, uh, for you guys not familiar with this movie, um, this is a movie with Daniel Radcliffe, uh, yes. you know, Harry Potter, where he is in a world where there is this huge crime syndicate that likes to have two criminals go against each other on camera um, as kind of like this huge online gaming thing. Yeah. Right. So you know you have your you have your champion, and then they're constant um, competitors. But the thing is, each one of them are always uh, criminals. Like yeah, very hardcore, like established criminals, usually with their own gangs and everything else. So Daniel Radcliffe's character is a guy who doesn't have anything going on in his life. You know, he's just a programmer for a really stupid game. And um, the only thing that he gets, like, any excitement for is that he likes to kind of be a troll he's to trolls. Ul- he's the ultimate troll. Well, no. He's a troll hunter, he says. Yeah, yeah. That's what he's the ultimate troll. So he'll troll the trolls. Exactly. So, basically, yeah. he doesn't like how trolls are, like, as far as they go online or whatever. Or, like, so he'll troll the troll. <laughs> um, so, in this case, because... Um, and what's the name, what was the name of the uh, the business? I forgot what it was called. Um the conglomerate or whatever they were fighting. Oh, it's, uh, I'm finding a few. Okay, so the the he's gonna look for the name, but so he goes to the he hears about these events, and he decided this is disgusting. You know, these people are being pitted against each other for the amusement of others. So he makes an effort to go after the fans of this uh, particular website. Um, I feel like I'm giving too much of the details, so I'm just gonna. Yeah, just go. <laughs> get more. So basically, what happens is he upsets the wrong person. They come after him, and they give him an ultimatum. They tell him that he has to kill their champion. Um, in this case, the name of the champion is her name is Nix. That's yeah. why I was like, I need that name. Um, but schism, they don't, schism, schism. Yes, schism. But they don't give him a choice in the matter. Which this is the interesting part. They bolt. And I'm talking about like little bolts on each finger of his, plus one major one across the the, the, the palm, palm of his hand, hands. attached and with an extended clip attached to his arms. So yeah. he has these two massive guns bolted to his hands, and he has to survive like that. So he cannot take the gun. He obviously can't drop the guns. He cannot like he is stuck doing all this with with the guns. Just in his two hands. guns in his hands. Yeah. So that just added an extra element to it. And obviously, their champion, Nyx, is like, she's the ultimate, you know, badass. Yeah, because she was like a four-time champion at that point or three-time Something champion. like that. Yeah, like, I mean, she's just, I think she's a single person and everybody else that she fights is usually an entire, has an entire gang. Yeah, with them. And she takes them all out. And that's how good she is. So, it's a awesome story just to shoot them up kind of stupid movie but i like it's so entertaining though it was and the thing is too that i like about stuff like that is it's kind of like crank remember crank i thought you all right so they were very like the 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 the, the cartoonish nature of it a little bit the the graphic nature of it are very similar and the urgency of it yeah the urgency with there, the energy of it and i like it because it's it kind of respects reality at the same time. You it kinda, doesn't at you, all. You kind of give it up. You know, like, yeah. they don't do anything that's crazily, like, out of this world, like, to be cool. But when they do something that obviously doesn't seem, like, in the norm, it's mostly done for, like, Laugh. like laughter. Yes. Yeah, for laughs. Yeah, because that's one. Let's say when you watch Transporter and he flips the car upside down to take out the bomb underneath of it. 
that's not realistic and that's just kind of just to make them look cool. Yeah. But when you see a movie like this, like Crank, where, you know, they'll jump out of a plane or something crazy, but it's mostly done to an effect of like trying to get a laugh out of you. Yeah. Because it's so ridiculous over the top. That's, that has a, such a better balance. That's true. So this one, mm-hmm. I uh, when I saw this movie, yeah. like probably like halfway through, it automatically immediately went to Crank. <laughs> yeah. And the other one was Nerve. I haven't seen Nerve, but I, my niece made the same comparison when I told her to watch it. So I so I don't know if you or whoever seen it. Nerve is falls uh, into the same realm mm-hmm. that there's an outside company organization. Yeah. That pits. Two opponents against each other. Oh, not opponents, but everybody against each other. Mm-hmm. But uh, the community decides what they should do. Yeah. So in and this one in the nerve, the the main actress, she voluntarily puts herself in that situation. Okay. And all social media perpetuates the whole everything else off off of that. And but this one he does it involuntary. He's like he has no other choice but to do it. But and then I love the fact the commentary of all the the the, like the, the people the, the that fans, are, yeah. the fans are talking crap about him. And then at, at the end they like all support him at the same time. They love him. Yeah. It was just like what I like about that too is that they didn't play as big of a part. Like because I, I get what you're saying with the movie Nerve, and I'm sure that's a cool premise. But obviously it can get really kind of just kind of um, overstated or repetitive oh yeah yeah fans are fans are a-holes okay that's fine but i like the fact that really that had nothing to do with how yeah. they did anything yeah like that didn't affect them maybe every so often they ran into somebody who knew who they were yeah but it wasn't but it like didn't, it didn't affect the game yeah it, it didn't affect, affect him exactly it didn't have exactly like for him he knew one thing he had to survive and he had to beat this girl yeah and and in the other movie she had she was trying to survive, but ultimately, at the beginning, it was the approval of the community of the yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of the whole entire exactly. spectrum of whoever's watching. So he didn't care what 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 was going on until the end, which he actually cared because he saw what He's the like, trolls. Yeah, he was like, "Wow, these people are just horrible." <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, and, and I loved uh, what was it? Something to do with how. Because obviously she's like a badass, so when he kind of lets her know about how people talk, at first she's like, nah. like she doesn't care. Like these people are people are a holes, period. And then I guess he says something like a little more detail in the comment. And I guess like <laughs> she goes around, I'm gonna kill everybody. Like, and <laughs> I'm you're gonna, like, I'm gonna go to everybody's house. Exactly. And you're like looking at him like, you know, I'm sorry if you're a fan. You're like, yeah, she might should do it. Like, <laughs> like wait, yeah, she might should do it. She might should come to my house and beat me up. Yeah. Shoot so me twice. that's what I'm saying. I thought it was. I liked it. I like when like that. Like this. That was a great balance. I thought it was good action. And every time they were over the top, it was more done for a cool visual or just comedic relief. Yeah. And there was nothing that I could take away from this movie that I was, like, not happy with. Everything. I, I gave it the respect that it, it should have. Mm-hmm. And being that I understand what this movie is about. I'm not, yeah. I'm not expected to be high-level intellectual yeah. movie. I came into knowing this was going to be nonsense, comical, and some type of a story. And one thing I loved about it is the, it, it kind of like tw- turned it, but I love how it ended. Yes, I was gonna I say love that too. How it ended? I, I, the ending had a little bit of realism and a little bit of far fetched realism. Yes, where it was like, I like how he twisted the normal trope uh, of a movie 
kind of in it, on itself. Yeah. And at the end, at the, also the other end, it's like, it's hard to see how it would have ended that way. But it's almost like, you know something? I don't care. I like this. Ending. Yes. Oh, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, it's too, it was like, it was a little, so, it was a little so honest. It was so honest. And then even after, like, it was so honest, the ending is like, like 10 minutes until the end of it. I'm like, oh, it's, it's so honest because it, it would normally really be like that. Yeah. And so when it ended, like, it's really out there, but I'm still going to go with it. Yeah. I'm I like, still, I, 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 and a lot of stuff, like, I love movies like that where it's like, okay, you know, because sometimes movies give us these ridiculous endings and you're just like, it, but it's never really for a benefit. It just feels like it's either to be too appealing to everybody or to just kind of upset everybody. And either way, you're like, eh, you just don't, you don't like it. Yeah. But sometimes you get an ending where, yeah, it might be, might be unrealistic if you break it down, but you're like, you know something? No, I don't care. I like it. <laughs> like, that's it. It's like, it's... You know something? I just like this. And I love that. That's what I'm saying. So I just... That's the kind of ending it was, where it's just like you know something. This is a little out there, but I like it. It fits. It fits with the whole the whole theme and the whole aspect. the arc of the hero type. Yes, thing. yeah, like the whole arc of where they go and whatever. And it was brutal. Like that's one thing I liked about it. it was brutal, and it was brutal. And it was like I I liked it in the trailer. So it was surprising to me that one I didn't even really hear when it actually came out. Two I don't see anything about this movie kind of out there being discussed or or anything like that. This movie I felt like. Because think about it, you think about compared to movies that are actually that were in the theater when theaters were still out, like The Hunt. The Hunt, and the thing is, nothing against The Hunt. I get what it is, but in my head, I'm like, this is better than The Hunt. Yeah, it was. Like this is way more entertaining. Way you know, because The Hunt was trying to be funny Mm -hmm. and all the other things. I'm like, this one had way more humor. The only thing I think The Hunt would take, no, even it had more action too. Yeah, and And, the thing is, and it was a better story. Even the thing is, even if obviously we weren't in the situation we're in right now, even when, I remember when we saw the trailer for this, I felt like I found it. Like it was like some hidden gem yeah. trailer that I found. So I'm like, this I was remember. never gonna go to the movie theater. This was never gonna go out there. And I'm not bothered because I'm like, this was done well. This was this is it orchestrated, was shot, well. shot well. The graphics, the, the writing, the, the acting, the, the like development every, of any of the, the characters. Actors, all the actors was believable. Every actor that I saw there. Even though because it was exaggerated, they were believable to some sense that I'm like, yeah. they, they fit in this world. Oh, my God. And I really, you know what bothered me, too, is I thought the movie had a soundtrack. I was trying to find the soundtrack because there were songs in there. Yes. I was like, I love this mix. Oh, my God. I love this yes. idea of the mix. <laughs> and I literally Googled it. I Googled it. Went and to no YouTube. soundtrack? No. It's like when I found the album associated with this movie, it was more of like this. Um, there's a okay, there's soundtrack and then the sound something else like. The, the like the the ominous music sounds that are playing when yeah. things happen, um, that's the one that's out there. But there is no actual soundtrack. Track. So and it bothered me because the, first off the mix and I've heard this a million times since I watched it. Like there was a day ago already. So there's a there's a big fight scene when they kind of introduce the main the champion. Yeah. And it's kind of like um, uh, what is it? I think the, the the song is called Sweet um. Uh, ballroom place yeah. ballroom blitz ballroom so that's blitz. ballroom blitz and that's an old song but this one had a cool like metal uh yeah. mix to it like remix to it and literally when i would look up the clip of that 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 part of the movie because like, you could find that online people are just talking about wait who mixed this <laughs> whose mix is this who set this up that's 
dude, that's all that's important. And, and it's amazing to me that it's not out there. Like that, the soundtrack for this movie could have been huge. Oh yeah, I'm hoping this movie does find a cult following. Yeah, because uh, it so. deserves it. It deserves this one deserves one. This is one of the real few movies I'm like. This could be a one of like a current time, a current day mod uh cult classic. Yes. Like gonna be a cult classic. I hope it is. I think it deserves it. I think I mean honestly, if you compare it to some of the other stuff that's out there, I'm like, no, those some of these people that that get movie time, they're in the theater and everything don't deserve it. Like yeah. it, it's not it's messed up to say, but I'm sorry. There's just certain movies that you see that went out to the theater that I'm like, no. I, Do you think you would have appreciated it more if you would have watched it in the movie theater? I think so, just because of the, the soundtrack one and the action scenes. Yeah, because a little it was it wasn't that like crazy like like uh, what's his name? Um, I'm trying. I'm, I'm like he did term, uh, Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He does like big explosions. Oh, um, Michael Bay. Yeah, like a Michael Bay action. You know how he? Yeah, this was like not over the top, but just enough. That was enjoyable, and I think it would have. I would have loved it to see in the movie theater. But yeah, this is this is one for the bucks. I enjoyed yeah. it. I, I it was, think, hey guys, if you're listening to us and you have never heard about this movie, Guns Akimbo, please check it out. Please look it up. Please watch it. Let us know what you guys think about it. This on, I got to watch it on Prime. It was not even one of these like in cinema rentals. It was literally just like ten bucks or something. No, like ten bucks if you want to own it. Oh wow! I think it was something like that. Yeah, if you wanted to rent, it was like three or four, like like four dollars. How many Nickies? Four. Yes, I'm a solid four on this one. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a four. Just sometimes you just need that. You need a good movie that just kind of just make gets you out of your own world, and you get to root for a, for a hero that you like. Does this be uh, Hobbs and Shaw? <laughs> no. Oh wow! Well, the reason okay, the reason I say no is because. As cool as it was, it was very superficial in the sense of you don't really like care. Like you care about the main guy who's played by Danny Radcliffe, and I loved Nick's, but like there's not much story bait after that. Like yeah, you know, like they threw a little depth, like sprinkled it, but not. You know, it wasn't like as much depth as you see like with Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, true. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find us on our social media pages on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Nerds in the City. If you'd like to email us, you can always do that. Send us any requests or questions or comments or concerns at Nerds in the City Podcast at gmail.com. And like always, guys, tell a nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. All right, guys, have a great week. Peace. <laughs>